chilly morning out there. It could be a chilly day. Highs of only 56 today. Then 54 tomorrow, 64 on Saturday, sunny all three days. Chance for showers on Sunday, 70% chance for showers. Warmer, too, with highs of 70. Right now, if you look at the temperatures throughout the area and average them all together, you'll get, oh, around maybe 45 to 50 degrees. Raphael Goineche joins us, President of Metropolitan Crime Commission. Good morning, Raphael. How are you? I'm fine, Toby. How are you? Okay, still uh, still reeling, in a way, from the mayor's um appearance on face the nation which just still has me scratching my head and wondering what reality she's living in because um the message she she put forth was not really the truth of what was going on is it no but uh i think we're accustomed to her view of of reality down here covid19 right right so um you know I listened to what she said. I watched what she said. And uh, there were a couple of things. Uh, They had four mayors on there, and uh, three of the four got two rounds of questions. She got one round of questions. Yeah, I said Margaret Brennan didn't suffer that fool gladly, but that's just my opinion. Right, right. So, I mean, uh, they brought up the fact that uh, she's in the middle of a recall, uh, talked uh, about the fact that, New Orleans, on a per capita basis, is the homicide capital of the United States. She didn't uh, lash back against Margaret Brennan for saying that, as she does with some of the local reporters here. Uh, She talked about the need for accountability, uh, and it's not just the police department, it's the criminal justice system, and she made reference to the fact that the judges and the DA need to do their jobs. Uh, but, you know, I, I started thinking about her talking about accountability. And, you know, I recalled last fall uh, the, uh, the annual uh, political survey was conducted, and her voter approval rating was 31%. Hmm. 31% of the, uh, the people of the city of New Orleans approved of the job she was doing. And it was only when she recognized the extent of the disapproval that was uh, was booing in her own backyard that she decided to embed herself in the New Orleans Police Department. And by doing that, she she uh, went to every police district during every shift change and met with the officers. And after doing that, her response was, "Well, I." I went to every district, met with all the officers, and they didn't tell me anything that I didn't already know. And that statement, you know, is really a uh, an indication that she's really living in an alternate universe when it comes to public safety and reality, because she already knew that the police officers were dissatisfied and unhappy with the job, she already knew that the numbers were dropping out of the police department, and as the numbers of officers leaving accelerated, our crime rate also accelerated. She did nothing about it until the public and the, the voter approval rating plummeted to 31%. That's accountability or the lack of accountability. And I think she is now only responding by providing resources to the police department. Uh, because the public demands it and expects it of her. 
She's also said, and I'm reading here from the transcript, well, first of all, it is the New Orleans Police Department that is absolutely under my authority. And with that, making sure that I'm not only listening to my officers, but getting them the resources they need to fight crime. I just wonder when it comes to a national search, if that's not going to make maybe a qualified candidate hesitant after hearing that and thinking, well, okay, here's this mayor embroiled in this, and we'll get to that later on, this um, this um, scandal with Officer Vappy and some other financial improprieties as well. And now she's saying on national TV, well, it's absolutely under my authority, so do I really want to get involved in this situation? Your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, uh, when she uh, swore in interim chief Woodford, she uh, stated that she believed that it was disrespectful to use the word national search in the same sentence as looking for a police chief. And, you know, when she said that, it, it immediately occurred to me that about 50 percent of our hires over the last several years have been hired from out of state. Mm-hmm. So we've been recruiting on a national basis. And then I, I took into consideration the fact that you did a national search to hire the head of the sewage and water board. And she did a national search to hire her chief administrative officer. And then I, I considered the fact that somehow it's disrespectful to consider a national search uh, for the police department, uh, given the things that I just mentioned. So I think the mayor... Uh, did not want the public to approve the charter change last fall. She doesn't like checks and balances. She doesn't like being held accountable. And Superintendent Woodfork has done some remarkable things in a very short period of time. She may very well be the best candidate. But we owe it to the people of the city of New Orleans and the men and women of the police department to select the absolute best person. And I can't tell you who's going to apply for this job, but I can tell you that if we, if the public didn't pressure the mayor to conduct a national search, and last week she announced that she's engaged the International Association of Chiefs of Police, I don't know what that's going to yield, but they are one of the two premier agencies that does these types of searches. So it, at least we are, we have forced her to do a national search, and it remains to be seen what our options are going to be coming out of that national search. All right, let's take a break. We come back, we'll talk about the uh, scandal with Officer Vappy. She says it's not uh, her business, it's not our business, it's a private matter. If she goes to a Motel 6 on her own time, then I guess it is her business, but if you go to the Pontalba Apartments on company time at a company location, then you kind of inject yourself into the vortex there and you make it the public's business. We'll get your take when we come back. Raphael Goyeneche, president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission, 721 now. Time for traffic on WWL. 726 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Raphael Goyeneche, president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission. Raphael, before we get to the mayor, somebody texted in about a dashboard. Is there a dashboard uh, where the public can see which judges are letting repeat criminals out on low bonds or no bonds, and would that be the judges or the magistrates? Talk me through that. Yeah, I'm not aware of any dashboard doing that. Uh, we intend the Crime Commission will be issuing some reports on the judiciary, uh, but we don't have uh, we haven't set up a dashboard for that. Anyone that that wants to uh, to follow what's happening with bail, 
Uh, you can go to the uh, criminal district court website, and uh, I believe they're still allowing people to to view their uh, first bail settings on on Zoom. But uh, so yeah, so what happens when someone is arrested uh, by the New Orleans Police Department? They're booked into the jail, and uh, they are brought before a magistrate commissioner for bail settings. And uh, the prosecution is present, the defense is present, the prosecution informs the court of the criminal history and a gist of the offense, and then the, the defense gives any mitigating circumstances, informs the commissioner whether the offender is local, they have a job, and then it's the, uh, the responsibility of the commissioner to set bail, and that's the process that's in place. So. What's happened, I mean, I was a, a prosecutor in, in 1980, and that's usually where you start out as an ADA in magistrate court. And it's a lot like the old TV series Night Court yeah. in there, you know. Except it's for so, real. Uh, Raphael, let me move on real quick before we run out of time. The mayor's saying that the VAPI, uh, Officer VAPI uh, allegations within the divorce, um, the, the pleading, I guess is what you would call it, uh, uh, Mrs. Vappy uh, and Mrs. LC, Pontalba Apartments, that it's nobody's business but the Vappies. It's not our business. It's not hers. Comment on that, if you would, please. Well, I mean, so, yes, there's a divorce proceedings, and the, that petition does allege that uh, Officer Vappy was involved with Mrs. RC and you, LC, uh, Mrs. LC, and you juxtapose that with the uh, the videos that were put on television in which uh, Officer Vappi was entering the Pontabla building uh, on a regular basis, and that was, uh, he was the only security officer in there. We're going to have to see how that plays out, but there's an acknowledged uh, administrative investigation by the police department of Officer Vappi, and there's also a criminal investigation of Officer Vappi. And the mayor is going to be, at the very least, a fact witness in both of those investigations. Thank you, Raphael. I appreciate your time. I really do. And we'll talk to you again soon, all right? All right. You bet. Um, Raphael Gronache, president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission. We take a break. We're going to come back and talk to another neighborhood uh, group, the president of the Uptown Triangle Neighborhood Association, to see how crime is in their neighborhood, what they're doing to try to make it better, and would it be a model that would be uh, applicable to the rest of the city? Right now, we pause for WWL First News, and for that, we have the privilege of going to our news director, Dave Cohen. 